You're listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. Learn how you You. can build a diverse and sustainable income online from two brothers who actually do it. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Joe. What's going on, everyone? Joe and Mike back again, buildassetsonline.com. I don't even say from anymore. I just say Joe and Mike, buildassetsonline.com because you already know what the deal is by now. Anyway. Yeah, too many words. In today's video and uh, podcast episode, we're going to be showing you how to make an extra $10,000 per day with SEO on Shopify. Now, $10,000 in revenue per day might seem like a little bit of an exaggeration. I believe some of the other YouTube videos on this, which, you know, probably are not going to go into the same level of detail that we're going to go into. Talk about making an extra like $300 a day or, or something. But, um, you know, I would say that in the past month or so, I don't think it's that much of a stretch to say that our SEO efforts have brought in this much revenue for our dropshipping store. If you average out um, a month on a daily basis, I think this is in the ballpark. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, and that's true because no one else is doing SEO like us, Joe. Everyone teaches SEO to get traffic to some stupid Amazon product. And then you give a link to Amazon affiliate and they go onto Amazon and they buy something and you make $3. Well, we're doing that times hundred because we're sending people to products that we are selling. They're high ticket products. And so instead of making $3, we're going to make $300. And that's just on the low end. We, you know, we can make a thousand dollars or more on an affiliate sale because it's not really an affiliate but it's blog traffic that we're converting into our own sales. So yeah, it's definitely not out of the question to say that. And uh, I would right. say you're, you're, you're being conservative, right? It's not actually an affiliate sale, if you will, but <clears throat> it's, it's people, the way we do things and the people that are normally doing SEO um, in the space that we're in, you know, working from home, just making these businesses online, they're normally doing it for affiliate sites. So like, I feel like it's easy to uh, interchange the language a bit. Yeah. And sorry, I didn't have the the PowerPoint pulled up. Now I do. I couldn't find it for a second. I'm in my uh, elite sheet, taking it ease because this is your topic of expertise, Joe, SEO. That's what's up. I'm actually wearing the take it ease shirt. I know you can't see me right now. (laughs) I'm wearing the nothing to sneeze at shirt. Buildassonline.com slash merch. (laughs) <laughs> but it's, anyway. it's it's down right now, so I don't go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's exclusive. Go to StockX. Yeah. Get it there. Anyway, all right. So going on to slide two now. This is just a slide showing um, the dropshipping store that we've done a majority of our SEO efforts on. And you know, I want to say we started them around 2019, where we just did some some light, maybe some very light link building or some very light um, like maybe creating some keyword themed collection pages. And so you could see if you look if you look at the screenshot, um, when I, if you look at the life cycle of this dropshipping store, it had way more paid search than organic search. So we're talking 400,000 or so paid search and 217,000 organic search. So this is like the lifetime analytics. But if we go to the next slide, which is I think the past 30 or 45 day? I, I don't, I forgot the time. I think it's, no wait, it's like the past three months or something. You could see that the organic search has taken over the paid search and now we're getting almost 50,000 organic search and 34,000 paid search. And you might be thinking, 
you know, when it, if you've been in the affiliate space before or, or the blogging space before, you might be thinking, well, these aren't huge traffic numbers. But like Mike said, who cares? When we make a sale, we we make sometimes more. So I don't care about the volume of the keywords. I mean, I do care about the volume of the keywords, don't get me wrong, but I don't care about ranking for a ballpoint pen when I'm going to make 25 cents on an Amazon affiliate uh, commission. I care about ranking for products and things that I'm going to make a lot of money on. Yeah. And this is what no one is doing, Joe. And this is why, you know, the conventional SEO stuff and the conventional methods of making uh, making money with SEO online are good. And we certainly do it to, it's, good, it's a good portion of our portfolio, but this is why we're build assets online, not build SEO online or build dropshipping online is because we take an approach to looking at all the aspects of building a business and we can mix and match things and really amplify the, the best parts of each particular business. So with Shopify, you have the advantage of being able to control the products you have and being able to select products that are higher ticket, you have really good margin. And then with SEO, you have the power of getting free traffic. You know, the, the clicks are free to make it simple. And so, yeah, we're able to combine that because no one is really doing SEO for high ticket products. And uh, we are. And on top of that, Joe, I think, you know, there's, of course, people that get traffic and monetize with, say, like display ads or people that get traffic and monetize with um, affiliate stuff, whether it's to Amazon or to a different platform. And with that, you know, you can actually lose some, there's some drop off there because the, the conversion tracking isn't always perfect. Amazon is probably pretty good, but anything else that you may use, uh, it may not be perfect. With this, I don't care if it's not perfect because it's all going to us anyway. And it's actually fueling everything that we're doing with our paid ads because these people click onto our site they become you know a part of our audience and now we can retarget them with paid ads even though they're a free traffic customer yeah and i think what you're saying mike um is that yeah the the conversion not only is the conversion tracking not perfect meaning that not every click to Amazon is going to matter or to another site is going to matter if the person like changes the device or, you know, they're incognito or they're out on their phone and they go on their home computer. A lot of that stuff might not get captured with an affiliate uh, type thing, but with this, they're all going to our site. So there's nothing, you know, Amazon has a 24 hour cookie window. So someone has 24 hours to buy once they click an Amazon link. And people do, <laughs> you know, you, people do buy on Amazon through Amazon affiliate links. There's no doubt about it, but it's a little bit different when they're your, when they turn into your customer, because we yeah. get, we, we see in our, um, on our Shopify, let's, let's actually go to the next slide real quick. Um, so this next slide, just to describe it for the, uh, the listeners, it's, um, the store that we're looking, we're looking at the analytics for just to show you that not only are the analytics growing in traffic, but the sales on Shopify are also growing over time. So, you know, when we started in 2017, we were kind of just, we were below 100,000. And now, you know, 2019, we're at 100,000. And now once we hit 2020, we've been really consistently above 200,000. And now in 2021, we're being, you know, around the 400,000 mark and above. So um, that just goes to show you that not only are people clicking the links at like there's, 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 and we see in our, we see in our dashboard, people will click on a link like organically and then come back 60 days later 
come back 90 days later, like some crazy things like that. That doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And that's not things that you're going to get with just straight up affiliate stuff. So yeah, a cookie could never capture that. Yeah. Anyway, what is a backlink? This and this this episode is actually on backlinks. I feel like we uh, went off on a bit of a tangent here, but um, this is going to actually going to be a three part series on the different things you need to do to make that extra ten thousand dollars per day on Shopify. So, what is a backlink? A backlink is basically just a link from another website pointing to, in this case, your Shopify store or or your or your website. And so, why are backlinks important? Um, Basically, backlinks tell Google that like this site is a legitimate source of information. Like that's kind of how Google was built um, before Google. There were search engines like only went by certain things like keyword density, like some very very basic things. And Google introduced something called PageRank, which basically you know was was this metric that said like if you have a lot of links pointing to one website, that website must be an authority. It must be a good source of information. It must be a trustworthy website. Now, over the years, how you build backlink has backlinks has changed a lot, but we're going to show you, you know, the, the things you need to pay, pay attention to when building backlinks and give you a few tips on how to do it as well. But, um, and, um, before we move on to the next slide, Joe, um, the point to touch home from what we were originally talking about with looking at that site's traffic and seeing it grow over time is of course we're doing seo but it's not just about say optimizing your product page or creating articles and yes you need to be doing those things but you can't just do that a million times over you need to like you said build what's called page rank or uh domain authority or uh, authority on a particular page in order for google to say okay this product should show up for this short tail keyword or this long tail keyword when someone is searching for it. And that's how you're getting the organic traffic. And that's how you see your traffic rise over time. So it's not just um, about the, the on-page SEO stuff and the article creation. It's about these backlinks as well. Right. So when you start building backlinks to your dropshipping site, you'll notice that even if you copy your supplier's descriptions and upload a bunch of stuff to your site, you'll notice that at the six to eight month, eight month mark, you're going to start getting some trickles of organic traffic. And that's going to give you some clues as to what Google likes uh, your website for, what you're like, what it likes your website about. And as you build backlinks, you know, I recommend starting to build them to the homepage rather than your individual product pages when you're first getting started. But as you build backlinks, say you build 10 backlinks to your homepage, 20 backlinks to your homepage, what you're gonna see is you're gonna see all the stuff that was ranking um, for with your all your duplicate descriptions and all the stuff you've uploaded to your site. Whatever was ranking, you're gonna see those rankings increase and you're gonna see those pages ranking for more keywords and you're gonna see your other pages ranking for more keywords. So I like to take this as like um, clues. So once I start to see my rankings go up for certain pages, that gives me an indication of, okay, Google likes me for these keywords. So let me kind of, uh, to use a corporate phrase, let me lean into those. And uh, I'm gonna, then I'm gonna start pointing some links at the pages that Google already likes so that it kind of, um, you know, it's gonna like them even more. So, you know, I like pointing backlinks to the homepage once I hit, once the site hits that six to eight month mark, you know, just to uh, to raise all the pages and and just see see where it ends off. 
Yeah. So in the next slide, I want to talk a little bit about the backlinks mistakes uh, that we've made. And so this is actually not our dropshipping site. Uh, this is the first blog site we've ever built when I was first learning how to do um, SEO. And as you can see, uh, this site has been treated favorably by Google uh, over the past few years, especially in the last update. You can see some, something so satisfying about looking at these kind of graphs, but uh, <laughs> you can Looks see. Looks like it's on, a, it's on a nice little uptick right now, Joe. Yes, because there was just a Google update actually, and uh, it was seen very favorably in, in the latest Google update. <laughs> you talk about Google like it's some um, grand emperor or something. I mean, in many ways they are in terms of what we do here. They are. In many ways, they, they're watching us right now. They're Thank you for seeing us favorably. <laughs> yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this this graph right here is basically a microcosm for our entire SEO journey, as it were, Joe. Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, this was really when we first embarked on, maybe you first embarked on this whole uh, idea of adding these SEO sites to our portfolio, uh, because we, we knew that, you know, we needed to learn how to get free traffic. We can't just always be doing the paid traffic thing when this exists and people are having success with it. So it was something we needed to learn. But what, what happened, Joe? So as you can see that? on that little arrow, so around like June 2017, um, I did what's so we were taking the authority hacker course and uh, for the authority site system. And I'm not sure the practices they advocate for now. But um, at the time, they recommended this technique called the shotgun skyscraper. And basically what you do is you create these pages where you know, it's supposed to be like a high quality piece of content. And then you email, um, all of the like sites that link out to competitive sites about a similar topic and basically ask them to link to your uh, piece of content because it's so good. And, um, at the time, you know, they weren't recommending. So the kind of, the kind of rule of thumb was never pay for links. You shouldn't have to pay for links, blah, 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 blah. It was kind of like a very pure minded approach because Google doesn't like you going out and building backlinks. That's kind of against their um, terms of service, but uh, not, not their terms of service, but like the webmaster guidelines, you know, they consider, they consider manipulating the search if you're paying for backlinks, but you know, there's lots of ways to interpret the, the webmaster guidelines. And, you know, when I did this, I reached out to a ton of sites and I was just taking whatever backlinks I didn't have to pay for. So I actually ended up getting a ton of backlinks all at once. I, this might've been my fault because they might've gone into this a bit in the course. Um, well, I don't, I don't actually remember, but I wasn't um, <laughs> controlling the site quality too much. So I got a lot of links from, you know, sites that maybe they looked good. Like they looked like good sites, but Google didn't like, like Google didn't view those sites as good. In other words, Google wasn't, Google didn't give those sites a ton of traffic. And that's like the major clue um, that you can use when you're getting a backlink is that if Google is giving the site organic traffic already, then that's a backlink that you want. If they're not giving the site organic traffic, uh, even if the site looks great, you think it's a professional site, um, Google obviously doesn't view that site all that favorably. So in other words, I would rather pay for a link from a site that has good search metrics than get a free link from a site with bad search metrics. And I think my mindset at the time was a bit too pure with, um, with all that kind of stuff, you know, just getting 
all the free links and never ever you know if if a, if, if a website wanted like you know oh you know it's going to cost you i like your content but it's going to cost me it cost you like uh this much money to get a link um you know i, I kind of saw that as bad at the time when right now i'm focused more on the metrics of the site i'm getting a link for than whether or not i have to pay for it if that makes sense yeah your hat was a little bit too white exactly. and you were you were scared to get it dirty but what you're saying is long story short you started building a lot of links and in fact a lot of these websites that were linking out to you you're saying didn't have much search traffic much organic traffic at all yeah i i didn't i wasn't really controlling so much the links i was getting i was just doing outreach and taking whatever links came to me whereas um let's go to the next slide because i'm gonna get into a little bit more detail uh, as well so there's another thing about backlinks that are important and that's the relevancy of those backlinks. So say you have a site that's selling saunas. Um, now, a really good backlink would be a page about saunas linking to another page. A decent backlink would be a page about heat therapy linking to a sauna page. Uh, a meh backlink is like a page about expensive products for the home linking to a sauna page. And like a link you'd want to avoid is like a page about toothpaste linking to um, a sauna page. And this is something I also did not pay attention to at first. Okay. So, so you believe that the combination of these low relevancy links and low authority links, did this lead to um, like a penalty or was it a situation where uh, Google kind of was giving us traffic and then it corrected itself? Not next, not necessarily like a penalty. You know, it could have just been a correct, it could have been a correction, uh, could have been, I don't think it was a penalty or like it would have to be an algorithmic penalty because it wasn't a manual one. Um, I think it could have been a correction and, and, but you know, when you account for the things we're going to, that, that I'm teaching you to account for in this, in this episode, the corrections and the Google updates will go more in your favor, um, if you will. So it's not going to make drastic corrections because you know, Google keeps leaning towards more, more relevancy and more high quality links. So, you know, I don't know exactly what it was, to be honest with you, but I just know that since I started yeah. focusing on this stuff, and if we go to the next slide, I'm talking, I'm going to talk a little bit about sites with actual search traffic. Um, since I started focusing on relevant links from relevant pages and sites with search traffic, I haven't had any uh, similar effects, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still an open case four years later, as far as like exactly what the main culprit was that caused us to see a huge increase in traffic and then basically have it all go away overnight. Because I mean, at this point when the graph was rising, it was a very exciting time, Joe. Cause I mean, it was kind of, yeah, things started happening and they started happening very quickly. And it was like, you know, it was like Dogecoin or something. Yeah. yeah we're like, yeah. Oh my God, we're going to the moon. We did it. And of course, life has other plans. Uh, the Grand Emperor Google did not see us favorably in that moment. It was it was false favor, and so we were uh, once again slapped back down and and forced to pick up the pieces. Yeah, and and look, that's what ha even if you have this is something that happens all the time with with organic traffic. Even if you have a site that's going great for years, something could happen and you can get you know, slap down and then you got to pick yourself back up. But um, I will tell you that since I started focusing on what we're teaching here for all of our sites, I haven't run into 
<laughs> these kind of issues. So sites that link that you get links from should have good metrics, no matter the cost. And that was, again, one of our biggest mistakes. So you can see this screenshot is from Ahrefs. This is actually a backlink report from uh, eBay. <laughs> so it's just e random backlinks from eBay. As you can see, the domain rating, um, which is DR at the top here, the domain rating, uh, it's all 50, just for this the sake of the screenshot, is basically um, how many, like, it's it's kind of like a, a formula that calculates all the backlinks pointing to this domain, and then it gives it a number. So Amazon is like DR, like 95. Um, a new website would be DR0, and then there's everything in between. So, but what I want to point out here, so like if you look at some of this traffic here, the the, the traffic on this um, screenshot, you see, we can see like Social Computing Journal has a DR of 50, which is a good DR to get a link from, but it has 68 traffic. So that is not a site you would want to link from because even though it has a lot of um, like points, how Ahrefs determines the points as like domain rating, the traffic is bad. <laughs> so you don't want to get a link from that. Whereas we have Synesthesia Game, it has over a thousand, a hundred thousand organic traffic visits per month. According to Ahrefs, it probably gets a lot more. But you see where I'm going with this. Um, how could that happen? Well, Without going too far on a tangent, how could a site have a 50 DR with basically no traffic? Well, they could they could be manipulating their DR through, you know, PBNs through lots of okay, different so things. Some sort of like manipulation tactic, essentially. It could be a manipulation tactic. It could be that just the site is not built well. It could be, you know, they actually don't have any pages that rank for any sort of yeah. keywords. Um, but I also it's like, like bottom line, something sketchy is going on. For them to have such a high domain authority, domain rating, without actually being able to rank for something or or what have yeah. you. And I don't want to. I actually don't want to use the word sketchy there because it it could be a beautiful. For example, you know, it could be a mom blog, and this a mom recipe blog, and this this mom creates amazing recipes, uh, and all the pictures are great. Everything's nice. You look nice. You look at this and think this is a professional website, but they might this they could be in this situation just because they don't know how to do seo yeah yeah so, so she's totally screwing up like all the principles of internal linking or even just creating good uh titles or whatever you know what have you anything that would severely hinder google's ability to like read your page or decide that it's an, it's a, has enough authority a particular page has enough authority to rank for a particular keyword Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but it, you know, it could be a, a combination of all those things, to be honest with you. But okay. I, I, it's still good to look at these traffic metrics and only get sites. I prefer forty DR minimum Ahrefs <laughs> and at least a thousand organic visitors in Ahrefs, and those are my rules. And I'll also look at um, if I see a lot of major dips and ups in the traffic. I don't like that either. I'll stay away from a site that um, you know basically has. You know, they're at 10,000 one month and then they're down. I like sites with long, consistent traffic histories. That's what I like to see. Um, and yeah, so I'll, again, I would rather, you know, if the webmaster wants some money for a link, I'd rather throw them a little bit of money than get a site, than get a link from a bad site. So, okay. Are you a, web, a webmaster, Joe? I guess you could say I'm a webmaster. You are, you are as well. Oh, thank you. We're both masters of the web. So what's the, the best way to build backlinks fast? Like I said, you want to start working your way to this $100,000, wait, no, $10,000 per day extra revenue. I recommend 
um, building links to the homepage, start with 10, 20 links to the homepage. And I believe Harrow and manual outreach is, is the best way to do this. And Harrow um, is basically is helpareporter.com. And you'll, if you sign up for helpareporter.com, what you're going to see is pitches going to your inbox. And these pitches are about a wide variety of topics. And the reporters that want more information about these pitches, like for the topic that they're like writing an article. So they might want more information on like, um, you know, it could be anything from like health, relationships, business, uh, any sort of, to any sort of topic. Um, and so, you know, you can go in and, and answer those questions, email those reporters. And if you give them a good response, um, they will email you back. So we don't have to get into the nitty gritty details of how to do that. It's pretty self-explanatory if you just go to helpareporter.com and sign up. Uh, however, it's, it's difficult to get consistent uh, backlinks from Help a Reporter um, just because you can't control, like, it's like the land thing that we talk about, Mike. You know, we send out a hundred, a thousand mailers in the mail to different people we want to buy land from. We're going to get a response back. But if we're waiting for them to come to us, it's probably not going to, you know, it's going to happen a lot less frequently. So Harrow is a good place to get some really high quality backlinks. I've gotten backlinks from like CNN.com, um, you know, crazy authoritative websites in Google's eyes. But um, it's hard to get them consistently. So the next thing is manual outreach to sites with good metrics. I've just told you what a site would good with. I just told you what a site with good metrics is. DR40, over a thousand organic traffic. You can use a tool like Ahrefs, SEMrush, email these people, um, you know, pitch them a, a contribution on their site, um, pitch them to link to your site in, in, you know, a bunch of different ways. There's lots of ways you could do it. You could do broken link building. Um, and, or, you know, just basically email them and ask, Hey, how, how do we work together? And, uh, that's, that's how you do it. You know, so my recommendation, uh, as a, as a wrap up for this video, this episode is to implement some of this stuff, start building some backlinks from external sites to your store with the metrics that I've told you and build 10, 20 links to the homepage, wait a few months and, and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And this is a long-term game, which is what we need to stress here. Yeah. This is, if you look at the graph, we've been growing consistently over the last few years by doing this. And, you know, because of the active approach you need for link building, especially, um, you may not have the time and resources to just dedicate to getting, you know, a hundred links a month or, you know, something crazy like that. So it is something you do want to ramp up over time and let it feed into itself. You know, like you, like Joe said, build some links to your homepage, wait a few months, six months, eight months. And then once that starts actually having an effect on your business, then you can decide, okay, I want to put more energy into this. I want to put more resources into it. And that's kind of what we're doing now. We're really making a, a, a push towards scaling how we do link building and how we do content and um, stuff like that. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. But backlinks are important and I hope you guys understand how to build them and uh, you know, our, our general approach for, how we do backlinks. And so if you go to buildassetsonline.com slash playbook, you can get more details as far as our entire business approach to drop shipping, to SEO, to everything. And uh, it'll give you an opportunity to work with us one-on-one, -on -one, get access to all of our uh, paid course information. And we can go into great detail with you there if you uh, decide that you need some more help with this kind of stuff. Yeah, so thanks for watching and take it easy. 
Thanks for listening to the Build Assets Online Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget, subscribe, share, and leave us a rating on whatever platform you might be listening from. And if you're ready to learn how to build your own online business portfolio, start now by visiting buildassetsonline.com slash playbook. We'll see you in the next episode.